What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, episode 13. As always, I'm James Fairchild. I'm Aaron Pena. I'm Jared Scott. Hi, guys. I'm Adrian. And I'm Joseph King. So episode 13, huh? We've got 13 down. What, what gang was that when we were not? Was that East Side 13? North Side 16, and then we had East Side 13. <laughs> yeah. They were by Bowie. They weren't friends, were they? They were not friends. Oh. They were bitter rivals. Did they have like a picnic like the Bloods and Crips did in L.A.? Yeah, if you could say that. Maybe they you know, hashed it out at Martin Road Lake in the island. Fight Island in the middle where the telephone poles were. It's better than Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> island. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our first topic, and that is a local topic. And breaking is, news, yeah, it came yes, out today. It is breaking news. Our beloved fair, to some people, has been canceled. How do you guys feel about that? It took my foot long corn dog that I enjoy every year. Wow. Oh, yeah. Had to be foot long in it. it or? I can't tell you that. It's pretty scary. <laughs> it's quite a, it's what quite I do with a fair first, not a fair first. <laughs> You better check yourself, Joseph. With it. Why can't you get that at Sonic, though? I mean, there's nothing special about a foot long. They don't have a foot long corn dog. Oh, at corn Sonic. dog. I thought you said a Coney. Oh, Sonic. Did you forget fried cheese? Fried mm-hmm. cheese. Yes, fried yeah. cheese. But uh, but we have we have some some local food trucks that well, let, do fair food, right? Right. Is anybody upset about this? I, like at their core, I, I will speak to it. I am not upset at all. This doesn't affect me one way or the other. Okay. We rarely go. Why? Give us some. We reasons. rarely go. It's overpriced. Uh, every time I go there, I, I usually end up seeing students of mine, and so that's not necessarily what I want to do when I when I leave school is is see my kids. Mr. Jared, why are you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I intentionally never drank there. Well, yeah, that, that and it's like eight dollars a beer. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean the food was good. It's hard to it's hard to pass up. Everyone loves fair food and it comes to town, but I, we never we never. It was just a waste of money. Every time I went there, I never felt happy about it, but we took the kids. Well, so. the reason we go now as adults, speaking for everyone else, I think it's just for the kids and the nostalgia of having the experience for them, and they can kind of do that with their children as they get older. I mean, it's just one of those things that you do as a tradition every year. It's only here for two weeks out of the year. I mean, you got to experience a little bit. I don't like that tradition. What about you, Adrian? Uh, every year I went to the fair, I literally only went for one reason, and that was the food. But, you know, every year, like, there's nothing changes. Like, it's all the same. Like That's but, not true. Normally, their their turkey legs are $8, and then they usually go yeah, up to, like, 11 I, Other than the prices. So. Thank other you, the prices, inflation. Like, it's yeah. the same thing, you know. And so, yeah, I'm not really sad that that the fair is not going to be here this year. Up top. Um, I'm gonna save. I'm going to save money. Did you ever go to the rodeo? No, I've never been to a rodeo actually. You didn't really? miss anything. <laughs> that's that's always a big deal for a lot of people here. But yeah, the rodeo. Common folk never yeah. attend those. Aaron, things. I went to the rodeo. Are you upset about it, Aaron? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, the food, you know. But I've been working at you know a school across the street for the last six years, oh, and it is the worst freaking week of my life. Oh, worst I bet you can't get out, can you? There's well, no parking not, not, or what? Well, not even that, Oh, man. just the, ki- oh, the just kids just giving away the tickets? Yeah. No, they stay there until midnight, mm-hmm. and then they come to school, and they're freaking, oh, well, well, why are you tired? I went to the fair last night. Well, go home. I got 10. Yeah. No, they go until they, do. They, they, they go until they shut it until down until it closes, and the parents Y'all are, are middle like, school, this is, right? this is our babysitter for two weeks. Please take them. And the kids... They just go for a social event, and it's like Bowie is the most impacted school by the fair. 
because yeah. it's right there. It's in the same community, and they all attend. Yeah, but see, in their middle school and even at elementary, we had the same issues. We had kids that would stay out there all night long, and and and, and sometimes they would go multiple times because they would get a pass. You know, they would get a pass in, and so they would go multiple nights a week, and they were just what any ever, kind of work ethic was shot. I don't think I ever got to attend the fair that late until I was in high school. Did That's not get, a bad thing. That's how. I mean that. I would not want my children to be up that late. Yeah. And I understand. James brought up a good point. It's family tradition. I mean, I if there's going to be a Star Wars movie that comes out and my kids are in elementary, I'm going to take them opening night. You know, yeah. we'll go to that and I'll keep them up till midnight and share that experience with them. So I understand. So it. yeah, you can't you can't say that it's the parents' fault. No, we, no, we're all guilty of something. In the exactly. Same exactly. There's nothing wrong with having fun with your kid at night. Here's the funniest thing: some of these kids can't show up with a damn pencil or paper. Or backpack or nice shoes, but hell, they can get to the fair with the ultimate passes around every yeah. damn ride. Oh yeah, and then they can eat every damn <laughs> that, meal there that is for two of, weeks. You will eat your food. Fucking crazy. You well, maybe eat. they just brought a lot of Coke cans on Coke can night. <laughs> hey, you know, and that—that's that, how I win every year. I was poor. <laughs> <laughs> Donate cans, you know. You, surely you got an old oh, thing dude. of dog food like, that you can rip it off and pass it. My to dad chill. pulled up in his truck once, full of bags. Of Coke cans, beer cans. They wouldn't take the beer cans because they were beer cans. <laughs> that's just... They just took Coke cans. That's just crazy. At that point, it doesn't matter. Aluminum is aluminum. That's, well... Segregated. <laughs> yes, according, that is, that is. According to the news release, there will be some activities still planned and moving forward. For example, the youth market livestock shows. Um, they're still going to go on. Apparently, you know, and that's good because they have that. They also have the, um, I think the photography, mm-hmm. uh, show, they have like an art show and stuff like that that goes along. That'd be great if we still kept those community aspect portions of it, but didn't have the people that come in drain our economy. Yeah. Are they still going to have the, that, the indoor, the indoor thing yeah. right by the entrance with the arts and crafts? That you that's pay what I'm like talking about. $25 for soup packets. Well, <laughs> well, hey, the soup packets are delicious. <laughs> like last year I went, I had a cousin. No, I don't have, but I still I have a cousin down that lives in Ennis, and she shows the heifers. And holy shit, man, those things are beautiful animals. Oh, yeah, those yeah. Are beautiful animals. And mm-hmm. she won best show and all that. So I was like, I, I hope they keep those shows on because and they put a lot of work. That a lot, a lot of work, and that's, that's a lot of those people's livelihoods. Well. Oh, it's yeah. their livelihood, yeah. and yeah, I, I do feel for the people that bring all their livestock and the trades and all that. That 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 does suck because people there are people that spend their whole year preparing to sell whatever trade that they're trying to get ready the for. The agricultural mechanics show will continue as well. Is that and, part of that thing? And the Bantam shows. Well, and you know, you talked about the rodeo, and right now the Tri-State Fair has been canceled. However, they they tabled the, uh, the discussion about whether or not the rodeo would be canceled until August 3rd. So that decision, I mean, we could still have the rodeo, the but not the fair. Is the livestock shown in the agriculture show or the rodeo? I, w- I would think that the agri- I would think that that's all separate because the, the rodeo is, shows. I think, a separate entity. But at least they're still, you know, having those essential shows for people that live here in the Panhandle that rely on that every year. Okay, so let's say let's say cases cases are the way that they are COVID related, and they have the fair anyway. Are you going to go? Probably not. They're just nah. going to lose so much money this year. It makes sense for them to just scrap the thing altogether. No. Yeah. It just sucks because I don't even remember when the last time we didn't have a fair. It's been 
Yeah, I don't remember. Probably a hundred years. No, I was going to say, probably not in our lifetime. Right. I don't think it's, it's ever been canceled. I think it, maybe a night has been canceled due to severe weather. Yeah, I yeah can see probably that. that yeah. But it, it's just. Uh, Myhighplans.com doesn't have anything that states when the last time this happened or if this has ever happened before. BombCityLockerRoomTalk at gmail.com. If you know when the last time the fair was canceled, please write in. They did cancel and the uh, the parade. Remember last year they weren't going to fund it oh, and was it wasn't going to continue? That was a thing. huge problem. Because it, it was like $5,000 and. Come on. Oh, cool, cool. Thanks for not blocking traffic for two hours. I was happy. <laughs> like, But it was such a traditional thing. Everybody wanted it to continue. Yeah. Yeah. Tradition. And, you know, about this topic, one of the things that we wish that we could do is we wish that we could have more members from our community to weigh in on topics yeah. like this, on news, you know, groundbreaking, not really groundbreaking, but, you know, breaking news type issues. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to reach out in real time to some Amarillo uh, community members by reading their comments on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some of their comments it's that they're posting. Oh, good reach out. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna really reach out and we're just gonna quote them directly. And so, um, but we will not be saying any names. No, no. we won't be saying names. We're just and gonna we, and we'll try to keep it as, so, as, ha, ha, as nice as possible. <laughs> but um, are we, Adrian? <laughs> yes, let's try, Adrian. Let's hear what uh what a Amarillo resident has to say about this. All right, let me find it here. Anyone got one already? That's a debt time. Uh, I like this guy's idea. It was a uh, number one on one of the news channels. It said, they can cancel it. Daylight savings time. <laughs> or, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can it cancel daylight savings time? I'm all about an extra hour of sleep. <laughs> Has nothing to do with the fair, but that was the number one comment. Does this guy wants sleep. God bless Amarillo. Oh, my All right. Goodness. So that's good. You know that they're not even commenting and staying on topic. This, this one's completely like contradicting the post. Well, then let the baseball stadium in Wonderland be open. Makes perfect sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) Or every leader and organization is now living in fear. No one has the courage to step up and open up. Oh, my goodness. All right, one that I read that uh, I kind of related to. So this was on ABC 7. Uh, This guy said the Tri-State Fair has played its course and should be put on the shelf as a memory. It's... it's it's nothing like it was earlier in in uh, earlier years, and just a wallet grab of money from people that can't afford to feed their own family. Amen. Ouch. I completely agree with that one. Like, wow, wow, that's it's, some it's some deep deep thinking there. Amber. But it, it is. It's a waste of money. I I agree completely. Not, not waste. Like I said, we do like the food, right? It's not a waste. I don't think anything is a waste if you are having fun. I feel like it's just overpriced. Everything is just too overpriced. No, I think it's fair to say, get, from your perspective, it's a waste of money or something. It's not a waste of money. I can get a turkey leg. I can get a turkey leg from the United Deli for five bucks. No kidding. No kidding. What? I didn't know they sold for turkey five legs. Bucks. Yeah. And you know, it's <laughs> at the fair. It's what. Anywhere between ten to twelve dollars. Yeah, yeah, every year. Yeah, and you even know? you can even go to Tascosa Drive-In, go to the movies. So Tascosa Drive-In, you guys they have turkey legs. You guys really didn't agree with me when I said amen to his comment. I was half zoned out. Did he say something that was really bad, <laughs> or <laughs> I just heard that it was just sounding like a waste of money? That's all I heard. It sounded like a waste of money. Look, man, the Tri-State Fair is so small compared to the Texas State Fair, which I had attended last year. That's a big deal. That thing is canceled as well. And there Rightfully are so. there are as many as two hundred thousand people who attend in one day. Yeah, that's a lot. Let God keep OU in Oklahoma. It does. It does, though. Like <laughs> confuse me. Boomer sooner, baby. That things like the tri. It does confuse me that things like the tri-state fair are canceled, but yet we 
we we are still holding baseball games at Hodgetown uh, and things of that nature. So and and, and Wonder, Wonderland Wonder, is Wonderland, open, right? Wonderland is still open. Yeah. They're they're opened up right now. But yeah, I mean, it, but. And who runs? Who organizes the tri-state fair? It might not have been anybody in Amarillo's. Uh, I, 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 I don't think I that was. I doubt it was. I don't think so. That's, so that's what I'm saying. Like Hodgetown. Yeah, Hodge yeah, a lot of people are, are throwing Ginger, Ginger Nelson's name out there. Like Hodgetown is part of the MLB. They, that is what keeps baseball games going because that stadium is owned by Major League Baseball. I mean, we paid for it, but that <laughs> the team that anything whether goes, or not, yeah, whether or not it's baseball plays, related, yeah. it has to be. Yeah. I mean, other things like high well, school can rent out. Of, what I'm saying is that's not an Amarillo-owned thing. I agree. Wonderland is privately owned, but if the city wanted to, they could shut it down. And then the fair, I'm pretty sure that wasn't anybody in the city's decision. Like I've seen a lot of people talk about how uh, Bar 352, which is the bar inside of Hodgetown, is still open, yet all of the bars inside of Amarillo are closed. And you so, can only access that from being inside a game, right? Inside the stadium. Right. You, it doesn't right. have any outdoor they, access. They did right? have an event where um, citizens could come in and enjoy the bar in the field without a game being conducted a Which few sucks, weeks ago. by the way, because did I it? was there. And was it they, they Well, it was it was packed, and they only had like three, uh, four bartenders at the time. So it took forever to get a drink. And I figure I bet they don't have that many kegs out there. I bet they ran out of beer at some point. At, at probably at some point. I wasn't there for very long because I was I was upset at the fact that it took so long to get a drink. But yeah, it took forever to get a drink while I was there. Um, and it was it, it was great to get outside and actually get to be at the stadium for the first time since last year. But but yeah, they they had four bartenders and there was a ton of people out there. So it wasn't even there. a pleasant experience. It was it was it was not. I'm not going to lie. No. Okay, so uh, I just wanted to say we need more um, it was the Tri-State Fair and Rodeo General Manager and their executive board that decided um, that due to current circumstances with public health, they do not they will not allow it to happen. And so it was a local board decision. That decided that it wasn't coming here. I guess we'll just be locked in our houses and everything will go to hell. Wake up, people. This is the land of the free or not. <laughs> You're right, brother. And you know what? I vote Mayor Ginger Nelson needs to be canceled, too. Is that what somebody said? Yes, sir. Well, that's Okay. <laughs> the cancel culture has arrived. Yep. Well, Why is... it's going to be a weird September, that's for sure. Especially if we don't have football, too. Oh, so. no, here we go. Best one. Not best one. Did not see that coming. Almost 50 and never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, you know, we, originally we had said that we were going to do voices. I do You know when voices. we say that. And so, okay, here we go. Why am I not surprised? That was... That was, a, well, that was not very All right. <laughs> okay, let the cowboys and cowgirls earn a living. What about the carnies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where did they come from? You know, and that's the other thing. I like to think that there's a little wonder, carny village out wonder, there somewhere. I wonder how they hard work. it would be. I wonder how hard it would be to staff if they decided to go ahead and have it anyway. Are there going to be enough individuals that would willingly? Oh yeah, take Bro, up that. There job? are some yeah. weird. Folks oh, dude, out there's there. people just sitting there. Like, man, we got people that just. I'm not gonna talk about them. Work for that company, but anyway, like people do anything, man. You tell them that they're gonna. We're good. Get out there and do that for twelve hours a day and 
to little to no pay, they'll do it. Oh, Somebody yeah, will do it. it. They're not scared of this thing. I mean, there's people who do it right now. Survival rate, shit. Come on. Shit, I tell you what, man. <laughs> Give me a code light, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> this is another comment that I want to read. I'm going to try to read it in an accent like the rest of these guys, but I probably won't be very good oh, at it. Oh, that's good, John. just like that. But this guy says, good. Public safety is more important. Get over it, anti-mask-wearing conservatives. I swear you Trumpsters are terrified of masks when they're not white with holes in them. Eye holes in them. <laughs> we gotta be specific on the location of the holes. That way, the 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 visual is, is eye holes. Eye holes. <laughs> oh man, we could go on forever. With He's this talking stuff. about the KKK. There are lot. <laughs> Thanks, Adrian. You know, there's there there are a uh, a litany of people in Amarillo with opinions. <laughs> they come from all walks of life. Um, we're gonna go ahead and move on to um to our next flavor of the week topic, and I think that. You know, when I heard about this, I immediately went to that episode of, um, of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with Will Smith saying, Why does he not want me? You know, where he's crying. He's talking about his dad not what, wanting him and loving him. Why does he not want me, man? <laughs> hey, man. That's a, that's a strong episode. Yeah, that was a strong episode. making fun of it. I'm not, making, I'm not making fun of it. However, I couldn't help but think, seeing the look on his face as, as his wife is explaining. Dude, it looked just like that episode. It was so sad. It was, man. It brought me back because I had so much defeated. emotion in there. Because he, of course he, he was, did. man. Like she made man. that. What, what gave him... Why would he have to go on there and people are like, well, he cheated too. And I'm like, well, did he? They didn't really talk about that at all. I, I, have, <laughs> I have not heard a thing about him cheating. And it's like... Not saying it didn't happen because I don't know, but... Man, my favorite thing. I have to read this real quick. Y'all talk about it for a second. I got to look this up. I just can't. I've, I can't. I've, oh, go ahead, Adrian. I, I'm sorry. I've, I've always heard for the longest time that Will and Jada have had an, quote, open relationship. Yes. Yeah, I always thought they were like, weird. And, right. and now all of a sudden, now that they've done an interview on Facebook, now all of a sudden it's a big deal. But people have known for the longest time they've had an open relationship and they've allowed other people into that relationship. So I'm I'm confused as to why it, now it's like a big deal. Well, see, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that, that they had a, an open relationship and all that. That would make me, I, I didn't sit there and watch the whole interview. they separated a lot. That could have been it too, and maybe they just maybe that was their PR cover, you but, know. Oh, we're in an open relationship as opposed to separating. So, I follow Fifty Cent on Instagram because he posts <laughs> a lot of funny shit sometimes. And this was an I, actual I like, I like G Unit. Well, go, 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 get your ass in the car. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but shout out Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Always Dave Chappelle. Nick Cannon. <laughs> so, anyway. 50 Cent posted an actual snapshot, screenshot of his DM with Will Smith. And it's on his Instagram. You can go look at it. It has over, okay. over 800,000 likes. And he's messaged Will and said, yo, Will, you all right over there? Will, Will Smith said, yes, I'm cool. I appreciate your concern, brother. My brother. And then he goes, but why should she tell you that shit on a show for everybody to see? <laughs> and Will Smith, Will Smith said, we broke up, so she did her and I did me. And then he said... Then she says she can give permission for somebody to blow her back out. <laughs> Will Smith said, fuck you, 50. Wait a minute. <laughs> and, then, and, then 50 and then 50 Cent said, wait, what I do? <laughs> like, that's real. Oh, he actually man. did that. Oh, man. She said she was in an entanglement with this August songwriter. Kama Sutra is, can cause August, entanglement. August Alcina, he had like one good song. Yeah, I've never heard of I the never guy. heard of him before. Well, I mean, this it's very bizarre that this was even 
a sit down conversation that was public to everybody. I would never want that type of conversation yeah. to be broadcast but they're to weird, the masses. Well, like, I think it's Jaden. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what happens when daddy's not home and he's out <laughs> making movies. Oh man. It's, I mean, yeah. it, honestly, I'm not blaming. No, but he I made mean, more movies. He was more popular than Jada. She was home a lot more than he was yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's I just, just I think it's, I think it's, I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Um, yeah. I mean, other than, other than what's that movie? Other than The Matrix. The Matrix and The Matrix what's that, Three. What's that song? Set it off. Set it off on the Other left than Set It Off and one? The Matrix. Name something Jada Pinkett Smith was in. She's in Girls Trip. Oh. Okay, that girl's trip is a funny movie. Girls Trip was pretty funny. That shit was funny. That shit was funny. Girls Trip was hilarious. I laughed so much. No, I think it's I think it's just that uh, culture. But Maddie Professor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, I haven't I haven't thought about the Nutty Professor since Aaron's I like, hold my beer. The theater. <laughs> Anything yeah. else you got there for Jada Pinkett? Apparently, he's uh, a closet Jada Pinkett's fan. <laughs> I am. I don't know. I think it's so far. Yeah. But I think that's just the especially now with COVID. I think Hollywood has struggled not being in the limelight, and so you see those that's, people talking about everything. For yes. Robert De, Mir- De Niro's only making seven million this year. What the fuck is he gonna do? <laughs> Menace we'll do nothing. Society. I forgot about that one. God damn. She's in that shit too. But like, yeah, I'm with you, James. Like, they, they just, to put that business out there, like, we give a fuck. I don't, we give a fuck about the drama. It's funny now. Like, I'm laughing at 50 Cent and all the Will Smith memes. Yeah, that's pretty funny. But like, they, get, they gave us a reason to be even more depressed as a society, right? as a world. <laughs> I disagree. That doesn't make Fucking me Fucking COVID's depressed. going that on. Doesn't make me now Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith with them because aren't together. They were the always fuck? They were always the Hollywood couple that... It always seemed like they actually always have fun together and they always really loved each other. And it's like, man, they can't make it. Then it's like, damn, I never put that much stock in them. I, I, and then I, I know not to put a celebrity's marriage before you're yeah. on. No, that's, no, that's not what I'm no, saying. No, I'm just no. saying it's like, that, it's just more bullshit to 2020. Yeah. It just keeps Seriously, getting worse. Yeah. It's just more negative news. That's kind of where I was going with that. Like, you know, when you, when you hear high profile people that just have everything they've ever dreamed of and their kids are well taken care of and they can't, make things work especially in a time like this it just kind of brought yeah. i feel like it brought everybody down like what the fuck is going on i mean and i know no, well, that's why know, they can't make movies so they're not apart so they, yeah. they they've been around each other and realize oh we actually don't love each other i i will say i will say i'm not a fan of jaden smith just but I, he did a great job in karate kid yeah, he really did. He did a great job in Karate Kid and and uh, Willow. What was it? I wear my hair back and forth. I mean, that song was just addicting wow. to hear. Okay, and so we're gonna transfer away from that and give a shout out to a local business here in Amarillo that we partner with. Uh, great guys, Amarillo Rocket Brews. Uh, they're on uh, Historic Route 66, so swing by, check them out. They've got great mixed drinks, great beef jerky, great micheladas, and great. Um, this is a great storefront. They've got little shot options that you can you can check out in the refrigerator. Just great great guys in a great Amarillo business. You said it best, brother. Some of the best businessmen in Amarillo. They're our age. We know them really well. Please go support your local businesses, whether it be Rocket Brews or, or any other local business out there because they need our help right now. If, if we don't intervene, they're not going to survive. So get out there and uh, please support them. Absolutely. What's next on flavor of the week okay so the next thing is um everything that's been happening in the news lately with wayfair 
and Wayfair. Um, alleged- what is Wayfair for those that don't know? So uh, Wayfair is a. I mean, it's. A, I think you said it best earlier. You you referred to it as the internet's largest garage sale. Yeah, basically. And so it's a, it's a website, and you know, there's a lot of third party sellers that get on and 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 have links to their to their merchandise instead of setting up their own website, similar to what Amazon does. I think Amazon lets on a few third party sellers every once in a while or mm-hmm. something. Um, but there was a, a story that came out earlier in the week that there were these shelves, these industrial shelvings that were running from twelve to $14,000. When they were actually only worth about $400. I would say at most. You know, I mean, they look like the same stuff that you can go down to Sam's right now and buy that's industrial high-quality shelving. Like high-quality high wood in there, like cabinet doors. No, and they're like, 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 like full metal and stuff. You okay. know, things with like 800 pounds yeah. of, of, with of the resistance. the heavy lock and everything. Yes, but still, maybe at max, maybe $1,000. Right. Maybe. And they were on there for twelve thousand. Twelve, fourteen thousand. Somebody and what's crazy about this is the person that discovered this, like you and me and most normal people, we browse the internet. Like if you're looking at Amazon for something, you go to page fifteen and about then you're probably done. Yeah. yeah. And then but this person ended up on like went down the rabbit hole of Wayfair and was like on page four thousand five hundred and sixty eight and happened to click on these cabinets and dug into the skew. The skew wasn't pulling up, and so he scanned it in himself and it or herself, I don't know. And it, Basically took them to a website with underage children. Right. And was telling to get these doors, these cabinet doors, were available for pickup only. And they were named after children, the items were. And allegedly, now this this is another thing, and I haven't, I've looked everywhere to try to verify it. There's a lot of things that I saw that first 24 hours. You know, I know this, this first originally um, originated in Reddit in like July. Uh, and what I saw was this person from San Antonio who had shared a post. And a lot of the stuff that I saw that night, I've, I've tried to find since, and I can't find it. Now, I haven't gone so far as to, like, search Google cached images or anything like that. Right. But one of the things was is that you couldn't actually purchase those fourteen, twelve, fourteen thousand $14,000 shelving unless you had access to a specific code. Like a coupon. Like, like, like a coupon code. Yeah, something. And again, I, I this this whole thing just... The only thing that really bothers me about it was not the fact that Wayfair came out and denied it and the fact that you look everywhere on it now and everyone says it's false was the fact that there was zero investigation into the allegation before but people threw their hands up and said, hell no. Maybe that's the fact. I mean, the fact of the matter was you could argue Wayfair saying this wasn't real, but the fact of the matter was it was real. It was you could go to that. It would pull yeah. this, these images up. That was a thing. It has since been removed, and I'll play devil's advocate to that to say that it, the, an investigation wasn't completed. Well, Wayfair fucking took it down too quickly. I agree. Well, and, and there was there was some saying that there was source code problems and that that's what it was. It was just... Okay, was, but why the fuck wrong. is this pulling up a website with kids? What, exactly. what, what source code are you and using? And the, the waiver is third, third party, right? Yeah, yeah they do third so party sales. Like, like I said, it's, it's, it, you Don't go on there yeah. and make a, uh, a an account like, and, like, like eBay. eBay yeah, exactly. Yeah, just cheaper stuff. It's supposed to be like these yeah. are really nice Nikes that nobody ever used. Yeah, it's exactly. kind of like going shopping at a what's the place over here at Bell uh, that we all go to? Plato's Closet. Plato's Closet. Everything in there is really nice, but it's all used. Well, yeah, and that's and that's the thing. It's a it's an online Plato's Closet. So, but like you said, they're selling these. Big old, but I think they have new stuff too. Whatever you said, industrial. And, but they were all, they were pricing it at like outrageous, and for yeah, some exactly. reason, it was coded in it to keep it at the very back of the page, like on yeah, page exactly. four thousand, so you wouldn't accidentally see it. 
they're kind of blaming this on glitches and, and things like that within their website. Uh, you know, it sounds I like can, a cover. If you're it, a coder, there's look, no glitch. It's not making it look good for Wayfair. I agree. And and again, my other concern is that this is not something like, oh, it's accidentally you know linking me to dog food and something that I'm spending $14,000 yeah, on a bag of dog that's, food. That's kind of a coincidence. It just automatically links to underage children yeah, but and who pictures of kids in dresses. That's the fact that all this is going around and no one's like, hold up, this could potentially be a link somehow through a third party to a child sex trafficking ring or something, and we're not going to investigate that. Yeah, there are I, millions I of kids that, that go. Yeah, this is this is this is not something as little as the war on drugs that's been going on for well, the last on, forty dude. years. They're taking down statues. Okay, that's more important than this right now. Fuck that's that. That's more. That is not more important than the fact that we have how many millions of children in the world that go missing or in every day. It's, it's ridiculous. It is insane, and if anything deserves our attention, you know what's crazy. About that this is whole not that thing. other things don't. We have the ability to be concerned about more than one thing. And I haven't totally looked this up, so I don't know the hundred percent the facts. And if somebody has looked this up already, correct me. Bomb City um, Locker Room Talk at Gmail dot com. The well, I mean, you guys right now. If you oh, know. sorry, uh, but that too. Um, <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres is made the main owner, from what I've heard, of Wayfair. And, you know, she does all those giveaways on her show. She's, like, one of the nicest people ever. Does things for sick kids all the time. It's, like, crazy to think that one of the most wholesome people in America, or seemingly, is setting this up. How long has this been around? I think Ellen DeGeneres is just a partner. Well, I don't I, think I, she's She a, bought a share, right? Like, that's, well, she's a yeah, shareholder. Yeah, and I think she, I'm a shareholder I think, for Apple. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think she was just trying to... Invest in something before it took off. I get you. Like trying to do like a, I get you, a, yeah. a Bill Bezos type of thing or something, right? Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, Bill Bezos. <laughs> Bill. Bill Belichick. <laughs> it's Bill Bill. Bill Belichick. I don't know. It's just weird. And if it's real, that's it's. It, I, I'm with you, Jared. It's, I have a big problem that that wasn't investigated. Just investigate. It's kids, not that big of a deal. There's kids out just there that really do need help. Exactly. Every day. And especially, you know, uh, with Oklahoma City, it is a large hub. Amarillo is a large hub as well for um, for child abductions and sex trafficking like right now right now like right now no i'm just saying right now in the world the the world elites everybody that you have ever looked up to i I wouldn't look up to these people but people that all these political figures members of royalty celebrities are potentially about to be ousted as being in part of the world's largest sex trafficking from jeffrey epstein and And it's like you want to investigate that that's obviously real. That's the that that is one of the biggest dissidents that I, I I truly have and I don't understand is that everybody knew that Jeffrey Epstein was a rapist and a child molester. Like that's what he was that's what he was caught for. That's what he I'm, I'm air quoting because it's just you know, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. I, mean, I got to throw yeah, it down yeah, there. Yeah. He killed himself. Even if he didn't sure. kill himself, regardless, he killed himself. Well, we also know that when he flew to his island, that he took underage girls down there for sex. And then we also know that at the same island, how many different people flew, went, to, it. flew to it? What's going down there? Uh, we're just, I, it just happened to seem like a really cool small yeah, island yeah. that's uncharted. That's but again, I, I'm with you. I haven't, I, I haven't dug enough down the rabbit hole that I can say with 100% confidence that I looked at the, the flight logs and the flight logs said this and that. But where's the real investigation? Yeah, so. We investigate a lot of stupid stuff. Well, no, America. they are investigating that. That's what I'm saying. That is being no, yeah. that. What I'm getting at is... That, that why isn't Wayfair well, being treated his, with the his, same volition? His, his his lady mistress or the woman that was uh, Maxine Giswell or whatever, she was she's arrested. She was found in a home in New, uh, New Hampshire. Or I something. guarantee she's dead already. Well, they haven't seen you haven't seen one mugshot of that bitch. No, so no. Anyway, it's because she didn't. You know why? It's because she did not get arrested in Randall County. 
Yeah, otherwise, we would, have seen it. otherwise we would have seen it. All right, it wasn't uh, shared on Facebook. So what's our main topic this our week? Main, well, I think we had one more. Do we have one more flavor? Flavor oh, of the week. Was there? Oh, uh, local uh, COVID. Um, local COVID stuff. So people are still getting COVID because it's a virus and we're increasing testing. I think we're doing millions upon millions upon millions. We're doing lots of testing and so the numbers are going up. Thankfully, though, the... The death rate in relation to the number of positive cases has gone down. You know, any death related to this is just tragic. And so it is good that, you know, that, that death rate is going down. And so right. our, our thoughts and prayers are with everyone who this has been affected. It's by. continuing think, to be a problem here. I think just about all of us, not to share all of our personal stuff, but I think at some level in our personal lives, we've all been affected by it, right? Definitely. And Definitely. some yeah. of us have even had family members come down with it very yep. uh, severely and yep. have been hospitalized and even passed away from it. So yep. it is very serious, especially for those who are elderly and who have underlying health conditions. Well, I did mention on the, on the 20th, you know, Walmart and Sam's it's mandatory to wear a mask. I mean, I mean, like I said, I know a lot of people bitch and complain about the mask, put it on. Don't bitch about it. Thank you. you don't want to. Order online. <laughs> I mean, it's plain and simple. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I, when I watch these videos about people, like, I don't want to pull a mask. I don't, like, fucking, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I don't okay. want to have to go to work in the morning. Yeah, well. But, Man, yeah, that's a really oh. good point. I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to go to work in the morning. Well, you got to go to work. Well, you got to wear a mask to do this. You can get a, you can not wear a mask well, outside. How, the, the thing that drives me the most insane is, it's, well, it's, it's my freedom. Okay, motherfucker, you're wearing a mask for 15 to 30 minutes. I'm not asking you to go fight ISIS. You know what I mean? Not only that, but it's the same. You can't say it's my. I'll I'll let you get in there, and I promise. Uh, (laughs) You can't say it's my freedom. I'm not going to wear it. But then disrespect the business, who it's also their freedom to say, you got to wear a mask to come in my business. You got to wear shirts. You got to wear shoes. You got to wear socks, pants. You got to wear a mask. You want to take your mask off when you get out? That's fine. Well, if you want to go shop in that business, put on a mask. If yeah, you that, don't want to go shop in the, the business, pri- pri- exactly. if they want you to do that, you got to appeat by the rules. Or don't shop there. A uh, 13-year-old student told us that we were going against his, his rights. And we all looked at him like, Motherfucker, you 13. You 13. ain't got no rights. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, well, you got the right to go ahead and found summer school and just repeat seventh grade. <laughs> he goes, Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's, a, there's this little thing called in loco parentis when you when you're on school grounds. It's essentially the, the they are your guardians. Yeah. So you well, you guys should know awesome. that face masks are required at Starbucks. So when you guys go pick up a latte after you leave this podcast, you're gonna have to put on your mask. Screw Starbucks. Get some of that cliff side, son. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say, is this, is, was this a plug for coffee. Starbucks? <laughs> Support local coffee. You'll love James if you buy him a, a fusion sweet tart. He'll love you. He might even give you a night rub. <laughs> <laughs> night rub? Night rub. Okay. Heck yeah, Cliffside oh, Coffee. But no, but Adrian, what do you got to say on this? Well, like I've told you before in the past, like I, I refuse to wear a mask in public because... Since mid-March, you know, I work for TDCJ. I work here at the Bill Clements unit in Amarillo. And uh, at one point, we did have a high surge of positive cases, not only with staff, but with offenders as well. So I've been wearing a mask at work for 12 hours a day, six days a week, 
since mid-March. So it's hard for me to want to go out in public and wear a mask too. And I get, I get you, but at the right. same time. But 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 since since uh, this whole mandatory mask thing in public has came about, I still like if I go to Toot and Totem and get me a Red Bull and pay for my gas. I put my mask on. So you are now, right? Yes. But you you say you weren't. I, I wasn't before. Okay. Right. I was not before where, like, if I went to United and went gro- grocery shopping, I did not wear a mask. Is it, and it's just because you wore it for 12 hours a day? Right. But now, since, you know, the governor, you know, put this into place, wearing it uh, mandatory, if you're, if you're in public and social distancing is not... Uh, available you know i've been wearing it you know like uh, if i go into toot and totem and pay for my gas get me a red bull or whatever i wear it if i go to united i wear it you know but it's because i know i have to you know it's it is what let me let me ask you a question then so you you have to now because a governor said so but and I'm, I'm not trying to be confrontational at all. Like, we can have a difference of opinions. That's what makes us friends. Like, that's, I think that's how people should be. I'm not judging your character by any means. But what about having, like, okay, just because a governor said now you have to wear it. But before, there's evidence that shows, like, you may feel fine, but you could kill your grandma or somebody else's grandmother. Does that not bother you? And, I like, believe what you want. I'm not judging you at all. I just disagree with that opinion well absolutely like i mean you know my my uh my grandparents live with me you know and right. my grandfather he's a bad diabetic my mother uh my grandmother is, has had uh heart problems the last few years so of course i i have that fear of bringing it home right. from work to home right and do you? Uh, what I'm getting at, I guess, like, does do, do you feel like you're? Are you one of the people that you felt like that's taken away a right of yours to not choose to uh, not? No, to? no, 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 not necessarily. Not I'm not necessarily like, oh, you're violating my rights and blah blah blah. I'm not that. I'm absolutely not um, one of those people. I think it's just kind of like my mindset. Like, God, I've I've had this mask you're, on you're over all it. You're tired day. Of it every day for the last four months and it's just like the last thing that i want to put on I whenever you. i go to and whenever I, I whenever i go i think that's shopping. a completely human emotion to feel that way yeah. like, to be just be like i don't want to do this but at the same time i mean and i think it's kind of like also my mindset it. the reason why i did decide okay yeah i need to wear my mask to united was because okay obviously this coronavirus stuff is not getting any better right uh, you know, it's not dwindling. It's only getting worse and worse. And, you know, and, and I know people joke around and say, oh, well, you know, wearing a mask, you know, <clears throat> for four months into a pandemic is like, you know, wearing a condom after you already done got a bitch pregnant. But you know, you're, is, you're not wrong there. You know, but it, I mean, the the argument against that is simple epidemiology i mean you people after their symptoms go away they after they pass it runs its course you're not contagious anymore well, right and not only that but even that analogy right there it would it, it doesn't make any sense because it's more like after you get a chick pregnant you just stop wearing condoms when you have sex with other girls 
Because you already got that one chick pregnant. Yeah, that's, bro. That's what I mean, I that, that's that's really that's really more of a closer analogy. But no, I mean, I, I like I like that we raw sauce. <laughs> I like that we have like differences of opinions on the podcast. Like we, I've talked about this with James for the longest time. I think we should always be open to discussion to talking about things that maybe two people differ on. But that's the great thing about being an adult is yeah. Adrian is my friend. I love her to mm-hmm. death. She loves me. We hang out all the time. It's, you know, we're good friends and that's not a thing just because you don't agree with somebody either politically. I think that's the major problem with this country. That's why there's so much divisiveness. People just want their side to be right. And guess what? Nobody's side is right, dude. Like we're just little ants in a vast vacuum. I'm sorry to bother to you. Nobody's life matters. Not a single one. Not one. So it's, you know, I I think it's fine to disagree and and still be friends. I heard something the other day that I know that you'll love hearing Joseph, especially for, for anyone that plays games. If you're playing some kind of an adventure game or action game regardless and you come across this pendant or this bracelet or this this belt or something and it somehow increases your poison resistance 2%, you're going to equip that thing and just yeah. wear it regardless of the <laughs> yeah. fact if you need it. Yeah. And and that's kind of, you know, a lot of the people that's I That's a good analogy. Yeah, I haven't heard that. A yet. lot of the people that I hear complaining about this, they're they're the ones that say, "Well, masks aren't effective." And so because they aren't effective... Scientifically proven 70%. Sorry. But again, this is what people are saying. Because they're not as effective, because if you wear, even if you wear a mask, there are, there's, there's, there's still the likelihood that some particulates can escape and infect somebody else. And, and, and I understand it from that, that basic standpoint. But again, if, if there's a one in a hundred chance, or like that, if, I, if every time I talk, there's a hundred opportunities for the virus to go somewhere else and by wearing a mask i cut that down from 100 to 30 that's pretty significant yeah yeah you know if if you need if you need to especially if you need to wear it wear it if you have to wear it unless you have a reason not to like you don't have to go into walmart don't go into walmart otherwise put it on wear it for 20 minutes and get out they do and they do the curbside pickup you can call your groceries in we've been doing doing that for months but way before, way before COVID, we rarely You can order beer to, now yeah. to be delivered to you, yeah. which is awesome. That totally breaks, breaks TABC laws, but I'm all for breaking TABC laws. I think that's stupid. It's a government. I mean, instinct. like, granted, late drinking age. I'm not saying 14 should be out there going, getting fit chased, but. No, no. You know what I mean? No. So. Okay. So, you know, you talk about that. The, what was it? This last year, the tobacco age raised from 18 to 21. Valid, not valid, unnecessary, dumb opinions. That's a hard one, honestly. But is it, though? Because, I mean, I think the stupid thing about it was uh, somebody just had, like, say somebody, what was the thing I saw? They were 20 years old, been smoking for three years. Yeah. Or 21 years old, been smoking for three, or, yeah, 20, been smoking for two years, and then they raise it, and now you can't smoke anymore. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. That to me is more like the I put a condom on after the yeah. fact. That's 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 <laughs> that, real that stupid. One, that one's a little bit more. Like but it. yeah, I, I I don't I don't really agree with that one. To be honest, I've never really thought about it. I think if you're old enough to get drafted into the military and fight and die for your country, then you're also old enough to smoke tobacco. Tobacco and drink alcohol. And right now you can't. You can't smoke tobacco. You can't drink alcohol. You can't buy a handgun. But you can go die for. Yeah, you, you can go, go die for <laughs> you. Drew, Drew Brees is right <laughs> to say fuck that or Colin Kaepernick's one or the other. Pick your side, folks. Exactly. Everybody, everybody's side. <laughs> you know, and, and, I, and I think that's completely unfair. You know, it's 
but it is what it is, you know. Damn, um, yeah, when you put it that way, that's that's some deep shit. Like people have died, and they've never been able to legally buy the things you know, that yeah, we all you know, use as a like, release. Like, think, like, think about that. Has anybody in this room ever been to battle? No, no, of course not. And, and you so, know, and I think of like my uncle who who fought in Vietnam, and he was drafted when he was eighteen, and he fought in Vietnam. But at the time, the drinking age. Was it the drinking age? Well, it was low. It was lower. Yeah, I think drinking age was like, well, it was like 80, 18 in the 70s, yeah, right? Wasn't the drinking low. age 18 in the 70s? Well, the drinking age in the state of Texas changed from 21 in 1981. So, yeah. So, okay. yeah. So, the start of Vietnam. But what I was, what I was going to say about that was like, um, you know, what do we, the majority of us use alcohol for? A release, right? Yeah. As, at some point, whether it's just to relax some people use it in, in too much because they have depression and things like that. But think about that. An 18-year-old that goes to war and has seen stuff that we will never, ever see. Never see. Can never try to relax with a beer because and it's you illegal. Know, and I've, and I, and working in a prison, I've seen some shit. Don't get me wrong. But comparing it to what people who have been deployed in battle like to Iraq oh, for Afghanistan. Sure. Is this it's not, it's not just, comparable? No. I've, I've been in EMS for 10 years. I've seen things that no human being should ever have to see. Yeah. I have to go to sleep with that at night, and I've, yeah. I've made a living out of that for 10 years. But that is nothing compared to seeing right. those same similar things that I see, but having bombs and bullets go off in the background. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just crazy. That I, I'm glad you brought that up, Adrian. You know what's crazy to me is that the National Library of Medicine, National Health Institute of Health, the American Pediatric Society, or Academy, whatever it is, they say that the brain, the human brain, is not really truly developed until 25 mm-hmm. and we still... And then send, it just starts to deteriorate and, yeah, <laughs> right yeah, after and, that. And, but, we, but we still send kids just, who... Or 18 years old whose brains aren't even fully developed to understand the choices that they make off to war. Yep. Which just shows that war is useless. I mean, what is it good for, huh? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. <laughs> especially, I mean, the whole buildup was for especially that. Especially nowadays with this generation of kids. Um, you know, they're the most fucking inconsiderate little pricks ever. You know, I've. They just are. <laughs> I, I, teach, I teach our um, academy for TDCJ. And. I would say 80% of my students are between the ages of 18 and I would say 23. Very young. Very young. And that's a hard environment to work in. It is. And especially nowadays because people in that age range do not know how to communicate face-to-face. And that is one of the most important aspects of... Being yeah. a correctional officer is communicating And that's at a maximum face. security exactly. correctional facility with yes. killers and gangsters and the killers, people that have done real gangsters, shit. Pull rapists. The people that have no problem stepped communicating. On, stepped on my shit, yeah. man. <laughs> you, know, the, you know, I can't... I have to teach these kids, you know, how to communicate face to face with these, these kids. kids. How do I teach these kids? Yeah. I, I get it. I, I totally get it. It's it's hard, you know. Uh, Try teaching teenagers. Yeah, it's like it's hard. Young you know? teenagers. Um, you know the way the way people communicate nowadays is not how it was back in the day. You know. Yeah, it's a whole different language. You know what I mean? They've been they were in high school. They're very. 
standoffish and they take things way too to the serious. heart. Yeah, they, yeah, they, it's they very, get offended very, very, very easily. Sensitive. Very, very sensitive. Too damn emotional. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> very sensitive, you know. I hope if you're driving, you didn't wreck your car. Just <laughs> you know, I'm tough. I'm tough on my students. I'm very, very tough. And um, and I tell them, like, hey, if you can't even handle me, you can't handle an offender either, you know? Like, because I'm nothing right. compared to they going to manhandle your ass. Be. Yeah, sensitive bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? Speaking about, you know, handling people and kids and all that. That was a horrible segue. Um, our main topic today is going to be about education. James? Education What's has going been on? in the news recently, mainly because of our Secretary of Education, Betsy. What a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Golly! God damn, I don't right. even know what y'all talking about, but That's I'm like, God damn! God. <laughs> anyway, so what did she She's, do? She she claims she has a plan, but it, it just has nothing to do with the health and safety in our schools. Do you know th- anything she, about Betsy DeVos? No, I, I literally. Okay, so know so Betsy DeVos is a billionaire philanthropist. Essentially, she is she's an insanely successful woman. She's the secretary of education. Uh, none of her children attend in public school. Sounds like she ripped she people has, off. Uh, she has. So she doesn't even know. She's not selling the. She's not buying the stuff she's selling. No, no. She has. She, she has zero um, years experience in education. She has um, zero coursework or degrees associated with education. I believe she has a bachelor's, um, which would mean that the majority of the teachers that I know, most of the teachers that I know, have masters. Um, and so they are, she's essentially less educated about education is than she over just Texas the litany or? of people. Well, she is the, she's the government, she's, she's our, the deputy, she's the education or the department of education secretary. For the federal also for the entire United States. Yes. yes. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you, if you listen to this woman, like every question she's asked, like everything she's asked, she goes at 180 in a different direction. She's. She is God. an amazing politician, an amazing wordsmith, and, and she refuses to so answer I, the Democratic questions. Democratic lawmaker yeah. Anaya Presley tweeted the other day, She's I wouldn't trust Betsy to take care of a house plant. <laughs> Damn. And that's crazy for a Democrat to even say something like that. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. she's, she's Republican. But a democratic lawmaker. No, but a democratic law. Oh uh, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, then there. No, but go. and 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 a, and a lot of the concerns. I thought Betsy was a democrat. A lot of the concerns is just because. I, th- I you know I'm I think fiscally you would want uh, a Republican run. Education oh. to education yeah. department to be conservative. The GOP fiscally. has always yeah. always been about money. Like however. Like, not and I don't mean that in a bad sense. No, 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 no. Yeah, you but it is. I mean? Yeah, it is. Fiscal, Capitalism. fiscal responsibility is is more important. Capitalism. That's, that's more conservative views. Her yeah. stance, guys, is is that kids need to be back in school, and school leaders across the country need to be making plans to do just that. And I agree with that statement alone. I do think schools across the country, not every single school across the country, needs to have a plan to reopen. We're not just going to shut down schools for forever. But obviously, schools in like Harris County, Texas, probably don't need to be going face to face because they have thousands upon thousands of cases, and they are in a high populated area. You know, the Greater Houston area, the Dallas Metro. What's going on in Florida? Like, what's going on in Florida? Those areas probably need to really reevaluate, and maybe even some campuses in Amarillo 
need to consider reevaluating their opening. I, I'm all for schools opening as long as it's part of like CDC guidelines. If for our um, our government that's responding to this crisis, whatever they say, that should be okay for what can the children say. And I'm not meaning that for you assholes listening saying, see, he's trusting the government. That's not, trust me, I'm the last person that trusts the fucking federal government. But what I'm saying is, is I think I don't, I don't want that to be just solely on the educational system because do you, do you see where I'm coming from? Yeah. Yeah. I totally get what because you're coming from. If, if someone's going to, that's op- about children, right? Yes. Who gives a shit at the end of the day, what happens to all five of us in this room, right. but kids are the future, right? And we need to be protected. Right. And, and yeah. a lot of the, you know, a lot of the science, and I think Joseph, you'll agree with me on this. A lot of the science shows that, that children, while they are not really being, now there are cases, but children for the most part are not being really negatively affected by this. True, but they're but, carriers. But, but they're carriers, and that is the issue. Anytime that you're going to get a with collectin- a lot of children, especially children in lower income, because I was a part of this when I was growing up. We had elderly people living in the house with yeah. us because we tried to, you know, people that grow up in poverty. I don't care if you're black, white, brown, yellow, orange, whatever. People that live in pro- poverty, we 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 stick to our own. We keep yeah. our family with us in the home. We do everything we can together. For the most part, most people do. And I know that's very heavily where you guys work in the Hispanic community. Oh yeah. Um, so there's a lot of elderly people living with children, and to be bring be potential have carriers to bring that home. That's a big issue. And I understand the side because we have a lot of elderly teachers, especially in the state of Texas, that are in that high risk area or that high risk group as well. Well, my biggest problem is is this you know secretary. I hate even call her secretary. DeVos. I was going to call her DeVos. Just call her Betsy. Yeah, because. This last month said only, in quotations, only 0.02% of the country's K-12 school students. That totals around 14,740 children and teens are likely to die from COVID-19. That's a lot when, of fucking And the schools fully reopen. Uh, well, and you know, I mean, and, and it's interesting. It's only. Interesting. I mean, that's. Um, but let here's it, the thing. Let her, she was wrong. I, I want to hear Aaron go off. Yeah. Here's the thing. That is. That is almost 15,000. I mean, because, I mean, it could go up higher too of families burying their kids, you know, mourning their freaking 10 year old, 15 year old, six year olds. I mean, nobody understands what fucking mental things go on after that, after you lose a kid. Yeah, the after like, effects. Are- yeah. And like, you're going to kill the whole family. And that's what the kid. And that's what you know we're talking about too, with them also being carriers. Because fourteen thousand kids die. Imagine how many more adults die. And the thing is, is like if you can listen to Aaron say all that right there, and and truly in your heart, are still not gonna wear a fucking mask for fifteen minutes in Walmart. I I don't know what else to fucking do with you. You can't get through to you. Fourteen thousand kids. That's like. Three and a half, nine eleven. And she was even of wrong. children. She was wrong with the percentage. Zero or point zero two percent is actually eleven thousand, and she said close to fifteen thousand. So she was off. She's off in the in the head anyway. So her you her know, deal is she's so she's so um, ready to fund the pub, the the private sector charter schools. However, when it comes to public education, she does not give a damn about and. We all work in public education. We know what it's what it's gonna, how our you know future is gonna be affected by our children returning to school in the fall. There has to be plans put in place, and we've got a decent plan. I feel like right now with the ISD, but it you know it changes day to day. Well, it sucks when the president of the fucking United States 
goes on record and says that if schools, state schools, do not start opening, I will cut funding. Yeah. That's a big problem. If you're listening to that and you you voted for him or are still going to continue to vote for him, I want you to reconsider. I'm not saying go vote for Biden, but like let your vote count. Like it's like there's a big saying, and I I know I'm going to bring this up because this is like my passion, but there's a big saying in video games culture is if you don't like, if you don't like uh, a game and it's fucking problems it has, vote with your wallet. Don't buy the fucking game. Don't buy into what this man's selling. I'm not, I'm not voting for Biden. I morally, I'm not going to vote for either one of those men. I just can't. But I'm just saying, like that—that's the president saying that he's not gonna, that he's just gonna defund education, which I, as a, with my libertarian views, I feel like the state should be more in charge of funding the educational system than the federal government. But that's a different topic. No, I agree. I agree. I think it's a strongman tactic that he's trying to pull, but he's trying to pull it on the wrong. And and I know a lot of people will say, well, the majority of teachers are are liberal, you know, and it's a liberal professional. It's like, well, that's 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 not really the point. This, the that, point is, is that he's this is people. about kids. Exactly. I, this isn't a conservative exactly. or uh, liberal, left or right. This is about children. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. It's just I'm at the point with with whatever devotes that she's all about Betsy, bitch. But yeah, no joke. That she only she thinks about is the private sector. The private sector. All of our kids either go to a private school or to a charter school. Financially impossible. Yeah, we can't do that. Oh, well, we'll give up stipend or scholarships. No, no, none of these kids want to. Like, I know a lot of our kids, they don't want to go to no private school. I no. wouldn't either. Anything. Because it's, they just, I mean, I'm not, and I'm not talking down. I bet there's, I know there's great private schools and great charter schools. There are. But that provide can, a better life but building can, for your future. But, but we, cannot, we cannot just say, well, here you go, screw you, public schools. Like, that's BS. Because like you said, it's that's financially BS. impossible to even come do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, and man, what I mean, like I said, man, it, it just, when this woman opens her mouth, I just, man, I just, I get furiated with it. Because I'm like, this is, a, I mean, how, how can you put a woman that's never been in the classroom ever, and she's our secretary. How did she get that job? Probably, you know, just money. She was, she was, she was and she was the, um, the original person hired for it i know a lot of his secretaries have changed over the course of the last three and a half years but she was the first and original was she elected into this? no 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 she's a cabinet member so she's she's placed in there by mm. trump and his administration mm. but I just, that's, that's she's, she's never been too. a good you know what i mean she's voice. never been good she's never been a good voice no there's never been in her track record of the last three and a half years there's nothing that she has said truly that has been of great positive effect to our children and and if you're listening and you think that i'm hating on trump so much i am i don't uh, agree with him but i'm not i'm not don't want him to fail like the idea to uh, to have your president fail is stupid like to root for failure like i don't care if i voted for him or not he's the one leading this country i want him to succeed i want him to do good and there are things that he has done good that i i do think had that have really helped this country as far as uh, financial and capitalism goes um but I, I just don't want people to think that this is this podcast is political. Like I think we, for the most part, stay very neutral. Don't you agree, James? Yeah, we, because we, try we, to we respect because everybody's opinion. We all have different perspectives and beliefs when it all boils down to, you know, how we vote and how what we you know do as a as a family, as a person. We, as an we individual, all, yeah, we're all individuals, and we all have our own way of doing things. So we all have our own personal beliefs. We don't want to ever dig too deep and offend anybody. 
with those beliefs. We really and, and I I know I kind of went off on a tangent there, and I'm not trying to. If if you that's your boy and you want to vote for him, by all means, that's your freedom. That's your right. Do whatever you want. And I, but it just I I when when, when kids get involved, that's what I find upsetting. That's that's the upsetting thing to me. Is is you're you're fucking with children, right? And so oh, go ahead. She just she she believes that you know kids have missed too much instruction. They've been out of school for too long. That's her stance on wanting to get the kids back in the classroom. However, you can't justify getting them back in the classroom when COVID-19 cases are on the rise, especially in a place like where we're from in Texas. It's just continuing to get worse. You can't, you can't force your hand at this. You've got to be strategical in the way that you approach it because it could be a disaster moving forward. Especially here in Amarillo. So you're all three educators. What what do you, what do y'all think we should do? Well, I, and I'm not just saying like, not have class, but what are some alternatives? To I like the idea out? of giving the the parents an option to have their students learn online. That's like virtual classrooms. That is a first step approach that I feel like has been beneficial to to finding a solution to all of this. They are they sent out a survey for all parents to fill out and whether or not they want their student in class, in person, or on computer, at home, it's totally up to the parent. And we're going to have to strategically figure out a way to, you know, supplement our instruction to fit those kids who are learning online, which I've heard a lot of creative things throughout the district that they're going to do. But I think that's one good step that we're uh, taking right now. As far as other things, I know there's going to be a flare-up once – Winter hits, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, so, I, I, I think for as a healthcare provider, I feel like this is going to become almost seasonal. I think this is going to be something we have to learn to adjust. I, I, now, with that being said, I do think they will come up with a vaccine eventually, or like they do with the flu. Uh, they'll come up maybe even with an antiviral. Those are those are less rare to find. than It's easier to make your body have antibodies to something and come up with that vaccine. But um, by introducing a dead version of that virus and letting your body fight that without giving you symptoms. Yeah. That's how the flu but vaccine gi- works. Giving the parents choice, I think, is a good initial yeah, first step. Yeah, I agree. But there could be that and that flare-up down the road where we shut down for weeks at a time, and we're going to have to be prepared for that, and I hope our administration has made the right you know protocol to implement when that does happen because it's gonna it's inevitable i feel like it's gonna happen so i have a question as someone who's not an educator you guys i know can answer this uh i have a 10 year old that goes to arden road elementary school and they were being able to hand out laptops to their students when this first started for the like if you if you didn't own a computer in the home they had laptops to sign out and that way you could FaceTime and do some of these activities or do the online activity, not just the FaceTime to talk with the teacher that happened, I think at the end of the week to explain the lesson plan or whatever. Um, but to do the assignments, how realistic is that for all of AISD to do for every school? Is that a possibility? Is that even AISD, feasible? AISD is purchasing a Chromebook for every student grades one through 12. Everywhere. In the entire Amarillo independent system? school district. Like elementary up? Grades yes. one through twelve. That Arden, is badass. Arden Road is not AISD. Arden okay. Road is Canyon ISD. Right, right, right. But, but I mean, but yeah, I, I think it, it should probably take two, maybe three years, um, realistically. And I know that there's a, there's a lot of technology 
going around the district right now. But yeah, um, AI I think that's it was super four cool. and a half, five million dollars, something like that. They invested. And those in. have are they all come? I'm assuming with like cam- cameras and Windows 10 and everything. Yeah, like yeah. They're, I mean, they're Chromebooks. They're they're set up with everything the kids need, and they're Chromebooks. So there's so you know, there's no so virus worries or anything like that. In they're, in theory, there is no reason why there couldn't be an online classroom. Uh, outside of a family's ability to secure proper internet. That would that that's still going. That's still the only not the only concern. And I, but that's still I know one of the that major is a ma- I mean, okay. And you know what? I didn't even think about that. There's a know, lot. There are a lot of homes that don't have internet. Have but the, one of the things that the schools did is the schools upped the Wi-Fi at every single all the all 56 or however many campuses there are. The school upped the Wi-Fi, so it reached further out. And the, they've even set up buses around the school or in. Various uh, so you locations could come where there. you could sit there in your vehicle and you could access the Wi-Fi. Yeah. From and the you know what? I, I as bad as that sounds, like, but it's better than nothing. I agree, and and it's gonna look uh, what this fall will look completely different than what spring looked like. Spring, everybody in the entire United States was scrambling. At least they're around. trying. That that's what yeah. makes me happy. Yeah. Is they, at least AISD is trying to figure we something have, out. We have we have an awesome school district that they're working night and day to figure out solutions to these problems and each campus has a lot of autonomy in the decision making you know and then the parents you know you as a parent you can decide option one full time your kids there every single day um you know unless they're absent if they're absent they're absent um and And this is for what this is this is these are the one of the two options like the online classroom yeah well no just in general just receive their instruction online at home via and we chromebook or laptop whatever they have and it can be provided from the school but the parents have that choice to educate their children at home. And we're, I've heard that we're going to have actually a conference period to plan for those online instruction, you know, periods where we have to deliver it via yeah. internet. It will be. Okay. So, so yeah, so you as a parent or an AI, an Amarillo ISD parent gets to decide if they will send their kid to school or have the school brought to their kid via distance learning. Right. That's a, that's a great first initial step. What else do you think our school district should do? And, and as a parent, I'm just hoping for the online classroom because, like, my thing is, is like, I, I told Brianna this the other night, and I want all three of you guys, and you too, Adrian, but I mean, they're educators, so I want them to hear this. As someone who's not a teacher, I feel like this is going to have long lasting effects on our society if this continues too long away from the people who have degrees that have went to school to teach for a living because I'm not qualified as much as James is. Like I can, you know, do good for elementary stuff, right? I remember it's, it's easy to do that. I know I wanted to be a history major so I can help out with those things that I'm good at, but I'm still not a teacher. I don't know everything. I don't, I, I don't know. Outside of paramedicine, I don't know much, to be completely honest, in video games. That's it. Those are, those are things I know about. And it's like, I feel like if, if children are removed too much from the professionals that are doing this, uh, right. um, and that's I, I feel like it's going to have huge effects, long-lasting effects. Like, people aren't going to, and I, I'm not trying to be, say that they're going to be dumber because I know there are parents out there better at me at educating, and your child's probably going to be just fine. But I'm not, and but that doesn't make me a bad person. But I don't want to set my children up for failure. Does that make sense? It, it, Later in life, it, like they, this is this is huge. It does. But here's one of the things that I think a lot of people are underselling, and, a, and an opportunity for the schools to really step up in. Schools have always been designed to be a community involved 
thing. I think schools have kind of transitioned, uh, some schools over the last 20 years or so, and have kind of stepped away. Instead, it's what happens at the school is the school, what happens at the home is at the home. I think now is a perfect opportunity for communities, especially all these little communities, to come together and to be a real team and concerted effort towards what we need to do to raise our children. Because the teachers are there and they're dedicated to the children and the parents are obviously dedicated to the children. So this provides an opportunity for there to be more communication, maybe more volunteering in the sense of, okay, well, what can I do as a parent to kind of help with my child? Right. And maybe just more direct teaching of, like you said, well, hey, well, we're going to do a, a webinar one hour a week and we're going to go over how to teach this specific okay. skill. Webinar, webinars, you can watch it on your own time. Okay, but dude, how often is that going to happen? Parents well, just aren't going to. Well, that's the thing. If it's a webinar, it's completely optional. Webinars can be put out there but by the But that sounds school. like it should be essential. If I'm teaching my child... It should be essential. And you know so what I mean? it's, But that's the thing. It's up to the parent to decide whether or not they're going to put in that effort for their child. The school can do what that's, they can to provide it. That's what I'm it. saying, though. That's the problem. Therein lies the problem is there's people that won't well, do that. And parents who opt to have their children educated at home via you know online services virtually, they can anytime have their children implemented Call. back into the classroom. Not at any time. Or they can, if, if, they're, if well, the they, child is during in the school classroom, hours, that should be. If the wait, child wait, wait, wait. is in the classroom initially and they feel like they need to pull them out, they can. That's what I've been told. Yes, and what, but what it is basically, I think, is, is there's, there's going to be an expected commitment that if you are going to bring child Edward to school, he's going to be coming to school during this grading period. Otherwise, you're going to be keeping him home. That's the expectation. That way there can be plans available well, so that way there's faculty. I heard it can be watch. fluid based on recent you know, numbers as far as outbreaks or if there's, there's been a substantial spike. They can, at any moment, remove their child from in person so remove yes and take i think them home so i remove was this is different than adding in two. Right. yes you okay. can remove your child james whenever you would want to but i think having them change from at home to in school would be different we can pull them out at any time but if they start online for the six weeks they gotta stay online for the six weeks right right i agree but they can pull them out whenever they want to exactly there's a lot of shit going on we as educators we're gonna do the best we fucking can that's all we can do we're going to do the best we can. Administrators, I feel bad for them because they only get, they have to listen to the big bosses up at the state. They have to. I mean, but I know in their government, like, I don't agree with this or whatever, but they have to. Right. We're going to do the best we can. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to change too so but, so frequently yeah. that people well, need to be expected. Like, so these things are not going to be set in stone. There's going to be a lot of pissed off people. There's going to be a lot of happy people. I mean, there's going to be everything, but. One thing about it, we don't know what the hell's going to happen. The one last question I did have, though, like when y'all were talking about what you were talking about, I'm glad you and Jared, you and James did answer that. My actual question was how readily available is a teacher going to be to answer a question? Like, say, how available is a teacher going to be to to video in to if a student doesn't understand something or a parent? Shouldn't they be allowed to be able to be reached from school hours till they get off. I mean, that's why a, a conference period is going to be created for basically just online students who are receiving their instruction virtually. So they're going to have that that time frame. Besides, they're going to have the entire day as well to reach out to those students who need extra support or extra help and after hours as well. That's a good thing. They're going to be able to do this at home 
comfort of their their home with their laptops or whatever they may have, they're going to be able to reach those students at any time. But okay. in, in a way to answer that, also not necessarily at any time because in order for... Not 24 hours, no, but no, no, I no, think but it should be while you're technically if school was going on and that was your work hours, I think you should be able you to. Can, you can... But during check. during the day, for example, uh, I think it's second through sixth, second through sixth, something like that, have to commit 180 minutes a day. Of course, I guess as a teacher, not your entire day is not spent answering questions. It's coming up with lesson plans. It's coming up with all these other things and and grading and things like that. So yeah, yeah I get I get you wouldn't be able to answer it from like eight a.m. to three p.m. No, no. But what I mean is like for the student for a student to be to well, be. No, I, I was just saying my bad. I. I you're right. I was thinking that way. Thinking, yeah. well, you we work from eight to three. You should be available to answer these questions. Well, teachers have other shit they have to do. Yeah. yeah. So, but for the for the student perspective, a student like a, a fifth grade student is they stay at home. They're going to have to be engaged and active in whatever format is available during that three hours. So it's not like they can start at eight o'clock in the morning and take a thirty minute break and then come back at five thirty. That's not going to no, but they can reach their teacher at any. They can any reach time. their teacher, but there will there will be direct questions. instruction going on. There will be direct instruction at yeah. certain times of the day, but they can actually reach out and gain information or feedback at any time. Yeah. Same as any other year, yeah. students can always email teachers or something like that. In the especially teachers. like we got messages at nine ten o'clock from students sometimes, and we you know we're teaching fourteen fifteen year olds. Oh, because a lot of them want. I mean, especially our, especially a lot of our kids, they babysit their little brothers and sisters yeah. throughout the day, nieces, nephews, all day long. And so they're they're they're, they're like I said, their school time is when their parents get home, yeah. and, and they reach out to us at all yeah. hours of the night. I mean, sometimes. like I said, good. I'll say, it, good teachers will be available at all times. Because I'm sure and there's, there's, a lot there's of teachers kids. that are probably like. Well, hell yeah, like y'all keep the kids home. I don't want to teach. I don't want to. Oh well, yeah, but, but good sure teachers. That happens. Oh yeah, there's well, that's there, there's a lot of them out there. We know that, but not in this room though. There's all good teachers in here. It's nice of you to say, Jared. except you, Jared. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, anything else on that one? James? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say one more thing about that, and that's that we are going to transition to our new topic and our second topic. Our final. Like I was trying to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me, right? <laughs> Joseph, Joseph King, everybody. So hit me, Jim. Me to fuck you, Adrian. <laughs> our last to close this on? to close. Ah, God damn. To close this out. To close this out, Adrian. Uh, we wanted to talk about hidden gems in Amarillo, and this could be food, bars, anything that y'all think is like a spot that people don't regularly just, go to, or even if they do, what's something y'all want to shout out? Just give it a second. I want to shout out a few places because you know where I work. I kind of work in BFE Amarillo, okay? And there's a lot of places that I like to Where go eat that? for Where lunch. is that? Where is that? Northside Amarillo. I wanted you to say bumfuck Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> First place I want to shout out is Cecil's Bar and Grill. Cecil's okay? is a good place. Off of US Highway 287. Dude, I didn't All even right. think about that. That's really good. Well, that's uh, it's, uh, it's a blue-collar yeah. place. <laughs> They're open for breakfast and lunch. Okay, they used to be a bar, but now they're just like a kind of bar and grill place. Open for lunch and, and breakfast. Great chicken fried steak. Best Philly cheesesteak sandwich I've ever had in my life. Nice. Um, amazing amazing burgers. And, uh... Uh, it's on, 
U.S. Highway 87, uh, 287 headed east on the access road. So, like, you're, if you're going to Dallas, if you're, stay off to the right. 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 And then also got to get a shout-out to Kathy's Kitchen. What? Wait, 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 wait. Before we move on, Cecil's, what all do they have there? Okay, burgers, uh, Philly cheesesteak, uh, chicken fried steak. So uh, Amer- I mean, they American have, and they, food, right? And they have like different kinds of gravies with the chicken fried steak. Like they have like uh, green chili gravy, jalapeno you, gravy. You're talking about chicken I mean, fried steak. You know who had the best chicken fried steak in town, in my opinion? What was the name of the restaurant Young that Blitz, was probably Country Pride? Yep, Country Pride, South Washington, right? South Washington. Yeah, they had some, the that biggest was the chicken best fried. chicken fried steak in town. Yes. And then Youngbloods, when it was still Stockyard Cafe, yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah, if they Young still Bloods. do. Youngbloods they, they is another gym that's out there that it's kind of hidden. And if you haven't heard word of mouth and discovered it on your own, then Shame you know you, you wouldn't you wouldn't know that it's there. But it it is a great place, especially for breakfast and dinner. And they, I, they've got great steaks, great chicken fried steaks. Southwest Tenth now, right? Isn't that where it's at? It's, it's, it's downtown. I can't remember 16th. which street it is. 16, like 16th in uh, Washington. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on, right before. It's on 15th in the corner of 15th and, and Monroe. It's okay. right behind the corner. Right of before Adams and slash Washington. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's hidden now. It's a hidden gym. But I don't even know when they opened. It was even more hidden back in the day when they used to be Youngbloods yeah. Stockyard Cafe. They were always Youngbloods, but they were just known as Yongo Stockyard Cafe. Yeah. And if for those who didn't know where the stockyards were, the where the train tracks run through um, the northeast part of town, uh, the first, not the newer bridge, but the original bridge that ca- crosses Grand to get to the Amarillo Boulevard, um, they had to exit Southeast Third Street and Northeast Third Street, and that would take you there. Yeah. They're really good. And you know, James, not to cut you off from your second, but one of mine is just another one that unless you know where it is, you don't just drive by it, and that is the English Fieldhouse Restaurant. Oh yeah. That hey, is that was one, that was one on of my the list. yeah one of the best breakfasts breakfasts place we called in, it the, in Amarillo we called it the, the the stink pot when I worked at Rico Aviation because <laughs> Rico Aviation I worked there uh, for two years and it's right there next door to it uh, for those who don't know uh, English Fieldhouse is off of Airport Boulevard and uh, I think it's American Drive yeah American Drive American Drive comes off a tilt where you you take like you're going to Rick Husband and there's they don't have it there but it used to be distinguished by a blue horse the horses that are all over town for Amarillo National Bank that's who did those right I believe so or the city of Amarillo and anyway there used to be a blue horse there that that street is tilt rotor and because it's all aviation out there there's an aircraft museum you have uh, Bell Helicopter, uh, Rico and Tack Air right there and then you go to American Drive and right before Tack Air is English Fieldhouse and we called it the Stink Pot because you would eat there and their food is amazing. Yeah, yeah. But we call it a stink pot because you were going to smell like it the rest of the yeah. day. Yeah. It was, and it's so good, though. They're, uh, they're eggs a la Amarillo. Very good. You have to have it. It is, I mean, if you want good breakfast in Amarillo and you've never had it before, you just want good. I mean, it's better than Jimmy Egg or Butter Love Biscuits, all those other places. Not that they're not good, but that, that's the place to go for English Fieldhouse. One other thing they have, too. Uh, I used to hate blue cheese. I like it now with wings. I still would prefer ranch. I'm Texan, so I'm gonna want ranch with my hot wings. But <laughs> ranch with my hot. They wings. have a they have a California club there that has blue cheese crumbles on it. So good. You like blue cheese crumbles on like a steak? I, I'm down to it now. Yeah, like a medium steak. I fuck with that. No, I'm about to slap you. Aaron just looked like he about to slap <laughs> a motherfucker. Go <laughs> put blue I cheese. I thought you were trying to give me a high five. Fuck no. Why I'm you da- getting so I'm close? I'm down with it. I'm down with it. I'm gonna put anything. ketchup on it. 
You do that, I'll okay. wait, wait, you know what I've heard recently? That just shows, no, you, that shows, that shows put, what you not know about Do you guys it, put ketchup, ketchup on eggs? No. No. That's some white people. Apparently, there's a lot of people. <laughs> I was listening to another podcast, and no. that's like a big Eastern, East Coast thing and West Coast thing. No. But middle of the country, like, the only thing that goes no. on eggs is Frank's hot, hot sauce, sauce. I love hot sauce. Or, like, Tapatio or, you know, Valentina's. But don't put no eggs on your damn, or ketchup on your damn eggs. All right, so explain to me the problem with blue cheese crumbles. Do you marinate your steak? Do you soak it? Salt and pepper. That's okay, all that's, that's, all only, that's the only Salt answer that was going to happen. That's yeah. all you need. Otherwise, I'm going to tell you. Citrus all right, Aaron, stuff. what about you? Two hidden gems in Amarillo that you Or just one, really and we'll interrupt one you. Ever. Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you're, not, you're not done Best yet. Best family place ever. We're coming back. Great neighborhood. <laughs> Adrian, what was the one you wanted to finish? <laughs> Fuck that up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You do so much editing. No, I think you leave Apple. There, there, okay, there, so there, there's a couple. Okay. Well, you only right. one more. No, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna say two. It's called hidden gems. I don't Let's give talk a about fuck. all of them. People all aren't gonna gems. find it if we don't talk about it, Jared. So gems. Again, working where I work. One of the places I like to frequent is, is that uh, commissary, man. That shit real good. <laughs> Hell yeah, that commissary spam boy. Beaver's Prime Rib, soups. what's up? <laughs> and them soups. <laughs> those are ramen noodles for those that have never done time in the pen. Yeah. That's what soups are. Bet. Yeah. Pull up. Kathy's oh, Kitchen. Okay, it's on Fritch Highway, just south of the Loop. Damn, you're pulling up the real um, gyms. Used to be an old auto body shop. Now it's a restaurant, little mom and pop restaurant. They have this. One of my favorite things from there is a, they call it the ultimate grilled cheese. It's a grilled cheese sandwich with brisket and two jalapeno poppers Ooh. inside. Really, Aaron. I'll just let you think about that for a little <laughs> Aaron bit. just climaxed for those listening. Yeah, he just came. <laughs> They also have this thing called the horseshoe, okay, which is a pile of French fries. Aaron thought he climaxed. <laughs> it's a pile of French fries with chili, brisket, cheese. I mean, it's God, it's just amazing. just. I mean, I I could keep going on and on how great this place is. The last place I want to talk about is a little place called Elmo's Drive-In on Third and McMaster's. I've been going there since I was a little kid. My dad used to work at Ameripride, or it used to be called American Linen, all right, down the street on 3rd in Van Buren. So at the time, when I was a little kid, and I was in kindergarten, first grade, we used to get out of school early. My mom would pick me up from Missa Verde Elementary, go Thunderbirds. What up? Yeah, yeah. Yay. Yay, yay. Red Rock. Northside, what's up? <laughs> Pull up, motherfucker. Yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so All right. <laughs> no one to so my mom anyway. would pick me up from school. <laughs> my mom my mom would pick me up from school. She, uh, We'd go pick up my dad at Ameripride, and then we'd go down the street to Elmo's Drive-In. Elmo's Drive-In was like your classic... Um, sandwich slash burger place and like the... The people would come out and like roller blades and give you your your food, and you'd go across the street to Sam's Club and get you a little fifty cent fountain drink. Um, but they're still open to this day. They're still great. Um, grilled cheese sandwiches, ham sandwiches, burgers, fries, onion rings. They're they're amazing. You need to check them out. Elmo's Drive-In. 
Thirty McMasters. All right, so I'll, I'll counter Elmo's with Daniel's Burgers on the Boulevard. Who? Oh, the the. I was the, about to say, the, do I have the, the hidden white, gym the old, that no one's heard about? Yeah, yes. it's yes, it's with the Highland. white the white drive-in or like looks like a Sonic, an old run. Did it used to be right? Wimpy's? I don't no, know, but no. it's like it's like that's, it's, that's where they say like Lotus yeah, or they did. That's oh, completely shut down now. It's but Amarillo Wimpy's Boulevard and Highland. That's a good place. Uh, Furby's downtown, off yeah. like Sixth Street. I think it is. That's a really good place over by. It's not the Chase Building anymore. It's by two one two. Yeah, the two that I got to shout out are both barbecue places. Barbecue soul food. What the fuck? Uh, 1300 North Use, Delvin's Barbecue. Delvin's yes. So good. Aaron, so good. They never disappoint. Yeah. So Delvin's Barbecue, and then 12, thir- I think 1213 Southwest 3rd, Shiley's Barbecue. Shiley's yes. is good. Some of the best like, ribs. Shiley's is good. It's Shiley's. Is it Shiley's or Shiley's? Shiley's has donated thousands upon thousands of meals to community members, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. They've, oh, yeah. they, they they they've been, been doing big things. Their for community, the community outreach is amazing. And yeah, so Delvin, shout out to Delvin's a little Northside Pride there. Delvin's and Shiley's Barbecue. Best barbecue and soul food in town, in my opinion, with up there with Tyler's. If you want barbecue, yep. Tyler's Barbecue is great, but I think uh, Shiley's and Delvin's are, beat them, in my opinion. But. I, think I love Wesley, Tyler's too. I think Wesley's no, I is, is, is Wesley's Bean's Pot's an honorable mention. Uh, they've been around forever. I, I, think nah. the, I think they're number one. I've never been impressed by them. I don't want to. Wesley's is good. Talk shit on anybody, but there's a uh, barbecue spot that is uh, South Grand and I forty. They also have a location on Southwest Six in Georgia. Very overpriced. Hates. No, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> well, it's we're, we're saying the gyms. We got to say the rocks too. I, I just feel like they're a little bit overpriced in their barbecues. Hinks, Hinks barbecue. Oh, I've never had it before. And, 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 and their their sister location, Doug's barbecue. Not bad if you need if you want it in a pinch, but it's just not as good as the other ones. All right. So what about, about like what about Spicy Mike's? Because I like Spicy Mike's. I, spicy. I like what about Crazy Larry's? Crazy Larry's is has good the too. best Frito pie in town. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Give it. I'll give you that. I'll yeah, give you that. Okay. Sure. So James, do you have any other? Un, uh, I've got a few, gyms. man. I've got a few here. Spit that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Spit that wheel. I've got a place that you've driven by so many times that you've never stopped and had a burger at. Bet. And it's a it's a sad reality. Get to the fucking point. <laughs> Get to the fucking point. All right, bet. Say it! Beef burger on planes. The big barrel that's right there off of planes. It's white. It's got the cow up there as a sign. You've never stopped there, and it's been around since the 50s. I can guarantee you that I have driven by that so many times, and I've never stopped there. Exactly. That's, Same. That's the only thing I could think of. Same. Exactly. Is that what you were thinking, Adrian, when he was like, telling the story? I've I was like, seen this it. is what that's I'm what thinking. I've, I've seen it a yeah. ton of times. No, but I've before never that, that's what I was thinking eat. the whole time. Yeah. Right. It, it's one of those places that's been a staple in Amarillo for so many years. Your grandparents probably ate there. I went and took the kids there last year. They've got great burgers. I mean, they're traditional, greasy burgers. They're good. I would rival them with any burgers in town. They're not bad at all. And, and it's one of those places that you've got to support because it's been around so long. And then the other place is KN Root Beer Drive-In on Paramount. On Paramount, oh, yeah. That, is that place still place. open? Yes. It's Best open. bacon cheeseburgers in town. It's in one mind. of those so good. places like Beef Burger that's been around since the 1950s, mm. and it's still in operation. You've got to support those those businesses that have sustained life for so long. They've brought a lot of you know 
happiness to Amarillo. If you're a lifelong Amarilloan like we are, except for Jared, you have got to support those places. I'll die. I was born here and I'll die here. So, Idaloo. what about has anybody, has anybody said uh, Lupita's yet? I lived there for like three years. Lupita's burritos? No, but is that they have like four locations? Yeah. Is that really an is that really an unknown gem? Oh, at, well, Aaron, I love, What'd you okay, say, Aaron? go ahead, Martha. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. If I had, stop yelling! I don't know. If I had the mic. Couldn't talk. <laughs> I've been talking so goddamn much. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I left that hate out. <laughs> well, you know, Scott Street. When I was a kid, I rode my bike. You know, on a rainy day. Goddamn, shut up. Ruin. <laughs> Scott's Oyster Bar, El Bracero, El Manatial, <laughs> Cafe Marazon, well, Young wait. Sushi. Aaron wants to talk about Lupita's. Will you stop talking? Uh, already, you already said it. So we're good. Wait, wait. Well, what do you like about their Martha Falker? All the fucking brutals are awesome. Smokey <laughs> Joe's, Fender of the Brethren. I, I, I disagree with Marazon. <laughs> what? Uh, what's the other place over on downtown. Paramount? Other place over on Paramount? Max's, Maxwell's. I don't know. Aaron said Malcolm's. we're not allowed to talk Malcolm's. anymore. Malcolm's, Malcolms, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I have Malcolm's. On Malcolm's my list, is better. Than, Mal- Malcolm's is more of a yeah. of an unknown gym than Cafe. They, they do like sandwiches and ice Cafe Marazon used to be downtown. It's next door to Spotted Pony, and they Burks. built the Burks. location Burks. real good. Here. And then Calico County, if you want yeah. breakfast, they don't have anything else good there. Coyote Bluff, hey, they baby. Got their little uh, cinnamon rolls. Coyote Bluff. Yeah, that, I think that needs to be number one, probably. Coyote, Coyote Bluff. No, what needs good. to be number one, and you all would agree, is Goonies. Let's just say it and get it over with. I've right never now. eaten at Goonies. I'd still pick Coyote. I've Bluff. never eaten at Goonies. I love uh, Goonies. I'm I'd just saying, Goonies. as far as like something that not a lot of people know about. I mean, and Goonies is up there too. I've never heard of Goonies. This what? is the first I'm hearing. Of okay, it well tonight. then tell them about it. James. Tell me about Goonies. It's James. downtown next to all of the clubs. You know, you have uh, bodegas right there. You have on our one block. Well, you have the arcade bar, you have Butler's, and then you have what used to be called Wild Card. And Goonies is kind of smack dab in between all of them. They they make the best so Asian fusion f- food. They've got steak. They've got rice. They've got the traditional Asian food that you you know you would get it on the boulevard. They've got everything but that the you like. They've got so much tacos. And it's, had, it's not that pricey. I've never had Asian fusion. It, it's, well, I mean, it's, it's, not good. That, it's not that pricey, right? No. It's, it's average. And when I said I, I, I love Goonies food way better than Coyote Bluffs, I was just saying that I think Coyote Bluff is a more of hidden than Goonies. I'm glad no one said Golden Light. Because Golden Light's, I mean, it's great food and it's a great place, but it's not really a, a gym. It's a gym in my mind. It's been. Yeah, a, I, it's I think the oldest I, restaurant I in from town. the aspect that so many bands have played next door to it in the place that even it's not really that, an it's, un, it's, but it's well, not I know a, it's, it's part not of Route sixty six. The oldest gym, restaurant in town, but it's not yeah. an unknown gym. No, to, it's to on, of, it was on I the guess, Travel Channel. So I guess, yeah. but there, you'd be surprised. There are a lot of people that live here that have never been there. There's a lot of people who live here that don't know a lot of things, but I wouldn't say that that classifies it as an unknown gym. It is an unknown gym. It's, going, it's, going, back it's to, going back to Not Asian unknown, food. Not unknown, but it's a gym. Going back to yes. Asian Fuck food. Face. I just want to give a shout you, out to Dickless. Cafe Boulevard because, because it's great Asian food. That's why. Where's great that food. Uh, uh, right, right across the street from Eastridge Bowl. They have the some Boulevard. of the best pho. Best foot, best foot in town. Plus, they have Boulevard, uh, like right by Eastern Bowl. They have this dish called the Bun Bowl. Okay, Cat, it's it's Cat actually Boulevard, pho noodles with um, pork meat, and then you got your vegetables like cucumbers and carrots. Have you ate there? Aaron? 
No, it's the yeah. Their their fun sure. is like it's probably the most authentic it's a, it's fun amazing. town. Yeah. It's amazing. I I think as far as Asian food, I think that is the best place to get Asian food. Speaking of fun, I always had like the best name that I I if I ever were to open up open up a Asian restaurant, I'd call it for real, <laughs> because either way, it still works even if you don't know how to pronounce pho. or fucking. Fuck. Oh, fuck King. <laughs> Holy shit, P-H-O King. That's so better. The God king damn it, of, you the win, king Adrian. Of pho. Too bad, <laughs> too bad of there's pho. like 20 pho. restaurants that are yeah. Now, I don't know. Fuck I would pho. say if I when we went good Asian, I, I, usually, I usually get Texas Chicken Bowl or Thai Diamond. Those, eh. are, our two, those are our two places we go to. They're not bad. I, I, my, eh. I, had, I, I taught kids whose, whose family owned Thai Diamond. And then, you know, Kaylin went to school with the... People that own Ty Diamond on Grand, oh, North Grand, North. Like that that place Grand. is really good. Yeah, that's really that really is, good. That is that is the best uh, next door to that laundromat at yeah. next door to Northeast Nineteenth or that Sun that Sun Donuts or yep. whatever it is. Yeah, next door to that place too. Oh, next door to Video Depot. Y'all remember Video Depot? Oh shit, the poor man's blockbuster. What's up? Hey, the best hidden gem <laughs> in Amarillo. May it forever rain. R.I.P. Beavers. <laughs> Crystal Pistol, bro. Yeah. Hey, bro. the jungle had good steaks, though. <laughs> Debatable, but Ar- they did Arnold's have a vo- <laughs> they did have a volleyball court in the Debatable. back that I got to play in once. Same volleyball. Arnold's Burgers was pretty good before oh, it closed yeah, down. That was really good. Burger Barn on River Road. Mrs. Burger on uh, Northeast Sixteenth. It's now like Flacco's Tire Shop. Mrs. Burger was <laughs> so good, yeah. wasn't it, Aaron? La Pasadita yes. on Martin Road. That was a damn good one. It's a Punjabi affair. Oh, dude, yes, 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 for sure. Hands down. Do you know where that's at? No. Um, it's uh, Southwest 6th and Western. Is it Indian? Right by, yes. right across Indian the street from oh, San Houston. Like, you don't like it? Well, no, 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 let me rephrase. The, the few it is time, an acquired the few, taste. The few times I've had Indian food, it just has not settled well with me. It does give you and the so, shits. Yeah, that's exactly but what happens. But it is like the most authentic curry in town. And then there's another right. one on West I-40. I, I don't even know if they're open anymore. It was called... Uh, it was an Indian, Indian oven. There used to, yeah, I was going to say, there used to be a place open? over by like 34th and the Whataburger on 34th. That's where they moved, on Bell. Okay. Bell. Bell. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really but, good too, but yeah, Punjabi Affair is really good. Shout, about, out to right, hang on, Shout out to Pizza Planet. Shout out to Pizza Planet. Thank Just you saying. all for joining us on Bomb City Locker Room Talk. I'm Joseph King. I'm Aaron Pena. Adrian had to go use restroom. I'm Jared Scott. I'm here. I'm James Fairchild. And I now have to use the restroom. Thank you guys for listening to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. We'll see you next time. Peace.